Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Do you ever find yourself looking at faces, being like, I think I know that person? Only to come to find out that maybe they were an actor in a film that you saw once, maybe a post on Facebook, or even the fact that they were a long lost friend that you haven't seen in years. Well, there's a terminology for that, and it's one that is very, very interesting and has only been studied within the last decade. It is called a super recognizer. So what is a super recognizer? Good question. Now, I've always thought that in my own right, I'm really good at identifying faces and determining who it is, where I met them, and uh, yeah, even within a crowd. So so I've been in LA for the last three weeks and my wife will go out and we'll go to different environments and I will see people. I look at the faces and I'll be like, that is a famous person, but I don't know where. And I'm going to read off a few of them. So I saw Nicholas Turoto, T-U-R-T-O-O-O. He's actually in the longest yard. And I saw him tonight eating dinner with his family. And I knew immediately it was him from the side profile. I was like, that is that guy. I've seen him before. Then I've even seen Max Greenfield. Um, he actually is Winston uh, Schmidt from New Girls. I saw him walking in a little pastry shop. I saw James Ramar walking through the same type of environment yesterday, talking with somebody about doing cold plunges, which I thought was super interesting. I saw one of the designers off Netflix show the the one where they do fashion. And then I saw Ike Beastie. I think he's with, uh, I don't know, I remember the show. The point is, is these are faces I recognize. And it's been so much so that I was even in Ecuador a while back with my wife and we were going through customs into ecuador and there was like seven like a hundred to seventy people there and i looked off i looked through the crowd really quickly and i recognized immediately that it was my um wife's um great uncle i've only met him once and i've seen him on facebook multiple times he had a mask on but i recognized his face really really quickly i was like okay that is um that's that's who he is and in it's happened to me before. I've been in Dave Chappelle. I saw Dave Chappelle recognized his face. And it happened to me even when I was in China. I could determine different faces, even if people were Chinese. So that is kind of where I thought, okay, maybe I am a super recognizer. And it's so funny how simple the name is. So understanding super, super recognizers, they're fairly a new study. Maybe within the last 10 years, they've been really going in and identifying um, who are quote-unquote super recognizers within the population, determining that maybe it's only 2 to 3% of the population. And there's actually a professor doing it, but what's happening with a lot of these super spreaders is once they're being identified, they're actually correlating with another program and they use them for security needs and help them kind of um, go through different necessary security checks. So a professor named Josh P. Davis um, from the University of Greenwich 
is kind of is spearheading the concept of a super recognizer. Yeah, so a super recognizer, the study kind of started within 2009 at the Harvard School of College of London. Research of people significantly better that the average ability for face recognition. Super recognizers are able to memorize and recall thousands of faces, often having seen them only once. It is the extreme opposite of propostonally, which is face blindness. Apparently, uh, Brad Pitt is face blind. It is established that 1-2% to of the population are super, super recognizers and can be remembering 80% of faces they have seen compared to 20% of the general public. But this is a figured and disputed. Super recognizers can match faces better than computer recognizing systems in some, some situations. The science behind this is poor understanding but related to it. So whenever we look at 2015, the London Yard officially formed a team made up of super recognizers, people who could put into work to identify individuals, close current, close CCTV. Scotland Yard has a squad of 200 super recognizers in 2018. It was responsible for the Metropolis Police have used two super recognizers to identify suspects, attacks on terrorist organizations, and 5,000 hours of video. German police force have increased the super recognizers to identify it. So what's so interesting about the super recognizer program is a lot of it has to do with the ability to find faces, look at faces, but it's not only faces, it's side profiles. Um, it's everything that you can imagine to determine who it was. Now, whenever you kind of put break this down, it's like, who could be a super recognizer? Well, there is a test you can take, but before I get into that, I actually listened to a podcast with John Davis, the professor, and another woman who tested 100% highest as a super recognizer so what does that mean it means she could literally look at the back of your head and know who you are but when you look at the science of it she has no idea how she's able to do it so john davis kind of equates this that it could potentially be genetic where you know if it's something your family has it goes from there or you know there's different aspects of it so john what he did with this team is create this test and she had no idea of it and when when within the podcast she kind of talks she can identify people's faces from like 30 years ago and she is totally probably the best at it and what she was able to do is she was walking through a park and she noticed a girl and this was the sister her best friend's sister from kindergarten from 30 years ago she could identify i'm like wow if that's not crazy so anybody can take these tests so if you are looking to be a determine if you are a super super recognizer you can tap into old google put in john davis green witch super recognizer publication so when we conduct a, and this is kind of the website and i'll give it over to you so when we cut the rec site the ability to impact the forensic science of widely searching so being a super recognizer is pretty cool i think if you can do it and you get a job doing it it's pretty incredible i actually took the test and I don't think I'm a super recognizer, but I took another test and I said I could be. So um, I looked at I looked at 14 faces and I was able to identify. I'll take it again, but I could swear as more as like 12 or 13 out of 14. And then they gave me this really long extended test. And I'm not gonna lie to you, like my ADHD kicked in pretty hard. I ate some dinner. I came back to it. Uh, it's like you're looking at faces for a really long time, and it's potentially creepy, but Whenever you go through it, if you have about 40 minutes to kill or you're prepping for a podcast 
in order to give people some content ideas, um, it's a good idea to go into it. So I'm clicking around right now to find my results. Hold on. And it's really interesting how, how the test is because it's just showing you a lot of different faces and a lot of different sequences. Now, the reason why um, I think I am a super recognizer or higher on the chart is whenever I was going through school, uh, I was actually tested to go into college and a lot of the professor or the I went through a program, I've talked about it before, called the Jones Learning Center. The Jones Learning Center is located in Clarksville, Arkansas, and it's a program established for people who have learning disabilities, and they have a multitude of different things to help, such as uh, education coordinators, things like that. Well, one of the things that I take is a face recognition test, and what they did is they gave me 25 faces to look over. I took four of their tests, and then 30 minutes later, I looked at the same 25 faces, and I was able, not the same, but different faces, but 25 suited still, and able to pick out two of those faces, and that's kind of what made me think about it. So I'm going to kind of go over some of the tests to establish what it is. So the first test I took was the Cambridge Face Method Test. Now, within this test, you're looking at different faces, as you well can determine, and it's, it's, it's the same race. Like, there wasn't a big differentiation in it. It's all male faces, and they're, they're different aspects of it. Now, if I type into Cambridge, what is the high score for the face method test? Okay, it's saying 68 out of 72. I scored a 72, but I don't know if this is a different type of test. Then I looked at the mean of it, and, and it's I'm a little bit above the mean. It's super academic. It took me a while. I had to like dig back into my math days, understanding standard deviation, stuff like that. Once something I'm not my strongest suit, but I'm good at recognizing faces. So. This is the general public is at 70%, okay? Standard deviation of 12.3. So I could have a standard deviation, I could have been off. That's, you know, standard deviation is kind of whenever there's there's a difference in the math, but it says my score is 72. I don't know how that's possible because I'm really good at recognizing faces. Next, I took the, I mean, and if you, next I took the Glassmore face test, okay? But it is the, the Cambridge face test is a common asset used to measure face recognition. I mean, it's, a, it's something that's been used since 2009. These are one of the tests that Harvard created in order to determine what it was. But it's like when I look at it, you know, you look at the long-term faces and go from there. And you look at a different age score of it, and it really kind of breaks down. So the, it, it is a common assessed test. Um, you know, organized work have been created to site over 800 times. So there's a lot that goes into it. So if you can think about it, it's just like a black, it's a black background with a face in a circle and you look through it and it'll show you multiple different faces from different angles. What I found was actually pretty tricky for me was the right angle looking down. For some reason, it was really hard for me to determine those faces, but I stand by it. On this, it says 72. So I think I'm a super recognizer on that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Okay. But then that's what it says. So there's two scores here, and one of them says the mean div, div, the mean is 83, and it says the general public is 70. So is the mean the test 70? So approximately 68 population score fall within two lines. So 68% of it falls within two lines. And those two lines are from or the two red lines. So that's for the Cambridge test. So I fall barely within the two red lines at 76%. So I'm just right there. I'm so close to 80. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Then for the Glenmore test, 
It says the general public dates 240 reporting. So whenever you're looking at this test, if you're looking at the general public, at what falls between the two red lines, on this one, I am right on the red line. So I'm, I have a little bit of deviation with that. So I could be a super recognizer because the score is 35 to 40. So if you fall outside those lines, if, so I'm on 35. So that's pretty close to being a little bit outside the deviation. It goes to 40. So I'm five points away. Okay. So I did not take the Kent face method test. I might have taken it where I look at 14 faces and then I took the short-term face, which I didn't do super hot on this. But once again, it's like, I think it was the first time taking it. And I, for me, it was, I don't know, maybe I get test anxiety. Like, do you ever seriously just fall on test anxiety? And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I, I digress. So when I look at this score, it says 40, 46 out of 60. Okay, that's kind of what it's saying. So whenever I look at this one, Okay, when I look at this one, I'm kind of fall. I'm right there close to the red line, you know, because 40 is where it lands on and 46 is just right there. So it's a little bit above the mean. So it's not necessarily below it um, for the test. So when I look at them, yeah, so that one's 35. I, I bucked the coverage on that one a little bit in the Cambridge. I'm right there. I'm like in the top so I do think maybe I could I could determine that I am a super recognizer I'm not like identify you from 30 years because you're my but I that's the thing though it's like if I see a face I never get it that's the thing though like when I take a test I, I'm telling you man like when it comes to faces I just don't forget them so it's an interesting test so it's a University of Greenwich research test um Looking at some of my results from earlier, it does seem that I have potential of being a super recognizer. So it's close, which makes me feel good. Because if I wasn't, I'd be like, man, people must be really good at identifying faces. But I would I would say everyone to check it out. I'll drop the, the link within my bio. Maybe you could be a super recognizer. Maybe you don't even know it. Um, whenever I'm looking at this, so it says followed by the short-term memory test at 60 to 30 in December following so in conclusion really really interesting super recognizer a very new thing um it's going to be interesting how it's used like i said for criminal things like that i will drop the actual test link in my bio i might take the test one more time to really determine it if you are a super recognizer they will reach out to you and potentially pro provide you jobs so if you are currently looking for a job go online and see if you're a super recognizer thank you and we'll get back to you tomorrow